0: Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Rob. And welcome to Screener Bucket.
1: Yeah, another one. This might be the last one. <sighs> the summer holidays, our summer holidays are coming to an end.
0: Absolutely, we're coming now into the October months. It already feels really autumnal out there. It does, very
1: cold in the mornings. There's leaves on the floor. I haven't noticed any leaves.
0: Yeah, there's leaves, there's a cold chill.
1: It's that stage where you can start wearing your jackets and you appreciate your jackets. Mm. As opposed to March when you're sick of them.
0: And I've got, I've, I can even smell
1: Halloween coming. Yeah, Is that no, weird? I, I definitely can smell Halloween coming. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we'll be back for October where we'll be bringing Scream Bucket back from the grave. <gasps>
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: But for now we've got one more compilation episode of some of the some of our favourite bits on the previous year of Screen Bucket. Hmm, yeah. And now this episode is going to be a little bit different.
1: In what way, Adam?
0: Well, listeners should savour Rob's voice, because this might be the last time you're going to hear him for a while.
1: Oh my god, why?
0: This is the guest episode compilation.
1: Okay, so whenever I was swanning off to other countries... Yep. ...you had to replace me with some... Absolute nobody.
0: Absolutely. So Nick was the first of our guest host present
1: Guest Coast presenters. Not sure that works. West Coast presenters. West
0: Coast. Our guest host presenters. Nice. Uh you may know Nick, he does the video game reviews in the later shows. Uh more recently we had Matt Butler.
1: Oh, of Electric Black fame.
0: The drummer from Electric Black, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, they've been doing very well, haven't they? They just play Bullstock. stock.
0: And do lots of gigs lately. They've got their album launch in the uh, beginning of November. If you oh, want to get your tickets for Club 85, they're on sale now.
1: We need to nab some. We need to go. We need
0: press passes. What's going on?
1: Yeah. Because, uh, come on, the amount of promotion we've given him and his band. Yeah. Give us the tickets, give us the press passes, have us backstage with the groupies.
0: Unbelievable. Hmm. Wow. And they call Matt in.
1: Yeah, we'll get him in. We'll get him in for another one. He's a spooky looking guy. He can talk about a horror movie thing.
0: That's true, he does. I have compared him to a goth scarecrow in the past.
1: That's uh, very Noel Fielding.
0: (laughs) Well, people have compared him to Noel Fielding as well. Sorry, Matt, if you're listening. But you do look like Noel Fielding. You do. (laughs) Not an insult. (laughs) No, no. Or Vince Noir. Vince Noir. Vince Noir. Rock and roll star. Yeah. So in this week's episode we'll have me and Nick talking about err uh, weird science. Cool. Have you seen that? Yes I have. Classic film. We were a bit confused by it. Right. It doesn't aged too well. Uh and falling down.
1: I love falling down, you don't
0: I don't like it. Don't like it.
1: Didn't you get a release of like yeah when he finally cracked and went on a mad one?
0: In the same way. Ah here's an interesting blip Patreon supporters will have heard our exclusive Screen Bucket Night Shift episode where we talked at length about Joker and how it's inspiring the bad people
1: oh you got point you got point I see where you're going go on
0: and Falling Down is exactly the same it's about a man going mental potentially picking up an assault rifle and going around town
2: do you know what I mean? You're a hundred
1: percent right. I hate that. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. And I
0: watched it with my heart in my mouth. Just like, oh
1: no. That's so true, because from one angle you're like, good, this guy's been downtrodden his whole life. It's good that he's finally, you know, taking his revenge and not Mm. taking any bull crap anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then on the flip side, people do that and then innocent people die. So yeah, good point. Falling down bad.
0: And I think I made that point at length. And there's also weird comedy moments as well. Anyway. They'll feature later on in the show. Um, And then, yeah, me and Matt, as it... (laughs) Matt joined us for my birthday special episode. Where I chose my favourite film of my childhood, Transformers the Movie 1986. Of course.
1: Of course, of yeah. course. Glad I missed that one. How dare you! It's not Beast Wars, so it sucks. That's the rule.
0: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Transformers is the best film. As I explain at Matt.
1: At Matt. <laughs> yeah. <Towards> the end. <laughs> Sounds about right.
0: Also got some of uh improv from me and Nick as well at the end. So yeah, a full show. Yes. But in the meantime, uh, just a quick update on what we're up to. Uh, what have you been doing,
3: Rob?
1: Um, I've been doing nothing of note. What have I been doing? I did something. I turned 30. I've joined the 30 Club. Not since last episode. No, that's already happened. Oh my God! There's a film on Netflix, which I think there was a bit of a buzz about it a couple of years ago. It's called Guess Who's Back.
0: Back again.
1: Yeah, Hitler's back. Hitler's back. So it doesn't really Tell Hello friend. Tell her friend. Tell the Germans. Um yeah, so Hitler uh-huh. through some weird it's kinda of lightly hinted that when he shot his shot himself in the head he went into a portal. Because he says <laughs> in German, My head was really hurting when I woke up. Okay. But so he went into a time pool and woke up in two thousand and fourteen Berlin. Okay. and he's looking around and he's like what's going on the rubble the, the rubble is all gone but the people are insane so he's walking around in a place where there's like street performers and clowns and stuff and people are going to get their <laughs> picture taken with him he's very confused okay yeah a journalist come filmmaker um, reckon- sees him in one of his shots and thinks oh my god this is a story this could save my career because he's mm. about to get fired so him and Hitler the real Hitler go on this sort of road trip of europe trying to like recruit people hitler's still hitler and he's still you know he analyzes everything that's wrong with the current german parliament well, parliament politics I mean. we should
0: point out this is a comedy this is a comedy it's not a serious but it's something
1: people are fed up because of i don't know immigration in germany and other stuff like they start listening to hitler Despite, uh... thinking, despite thinking he's an impressionist, they're listening to his messages again. And everyone's kind of getting riled up. And then it's kind of... I think the point of it is to think you, you listen to a powerful man because he's influential and arguably... Not arguably, great in a sense of what he's able to achieve and how he's able to lead people and inspire people. Mm. And it's so easy to forget that someone like that is a monster. That's the kind of message in the film.
0: This is an interesting message to tell at 8 o'clock in the evening.
1: No, it's it's, a, it's hilarious. Okay, all right. There's, yeah. a, there's bits in the film where he's going mental in a taxi. And he's like, <laughs> And because it's Hitler going mad, it's funny. But the overriding message is you kind of analyse humanity. and like, think, hang on a minute. Any person can have a really bad idea of what to do. Uh-huh. But if they're inspiring enough, and people as a group are stupid enough, you will follow these evil people. And that's kind of the message. And it's very good. Okay. So it's it's a very funny comedy, but it's got this whole thing which Mm. makes you realise, especially at the end, be careful with these people because they've got something horrible in mind and they will turn you into a monster as
0: well. Okay. Okay. That's true. I like it. I like it a lot. I saw a film. I saw a film called Wolf.
1: (laughs) How good was Wolf? God.
0: Wolf, I saw on the... Uh, available on the Cineworld app for no idea what that is. I'm just going to go see it. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Wolf is a film of Roman soldiers on Hadrian's Wall who go to Scotland to track down some missing Romans. Right. And then get attacked by wolves. Werewolves.
1: So it sounds awesome.
0: It sounds awesome. It really does sound awesome. And the poster looks awesome. And it was the worst film I've ever seen in the cinema. <laughs> well, that might, not be, that might not be fair. Epic movie is worse. But this was terrible. Uh, technically awful. So the actors are terrible. They're really bad. Some worse than others, but oh boy. Uh, the, they, they cut between people talking and there's different background sounds
1: Oh, my God. It
0: clips between the... Cli- As someone who edits, this hurt me. It was even a- annoying the person I was with. And they didn't even know about that sort of technical stuff.
1: But the thing is, um, you so they spent thousands on this film in terms of costumes and blah. And well, like, yeah,
0: the costumes like, look amazing. Yeah,
1: effects. And that sort of sound issue is something you would pick up, something we would probably pick up in college. Yeah. In college. It's so... It
0: felt like a best of the worst film. Every all everything was terrible. And you know what really really bugged me? Um, I don't know if you ever play like Dragon Age or something, but video games where you have lots of action scenes, and it's all cool and exciting, and then you spend like an hour just talking. Right. And the conversations felt like that. So and the whole setup felt like that. So it was lots of action and drama and stuff, and then just talking ah. exposition all over the place. Um. It'd be stuff like this as well. there would be two people would walk up to each other. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This reminds me of when we were in Rome. Oh, yes. Let me tell you this story of when <laughs> we met in Rome. Hmm. That sounds interesting.
2: For an hour.
0: Almost. It felt like. It was unbelievably painful. And you just had I just felt myself, like, sinking into the seat, going, oh,
1: God. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, I'm, um, like, painful. And the fact it was in the Cineworld world makes me think it won a competition. Really? Because there's no way that got picked up.
1: Would it be a good film if you took every all of the people out of it and replaced it with all of the cast and crew from Dog Soldiers?
0: Yes. Funny you should say that. I haven't m- mentioned that before. It did feel like what Dog Soldiers... It felt like it was pitched as Dog Soldiers, but Roman. Right. It had that vibe. There was sort of a... Um, just a group of ragtag soldiers, obviously just picked randomly to come along on the search mission. Hmm. So it did have a Dog Soldiers kind of vibe, but with none of the charm, none of the wit.
1: And none of the Pertwee.
0: None of the Pertwee. He would have been great in that film.
1: Oi, where's Brutus? Brutus, he's on a bloody cars again. <laughs> Get him off. Boy, Jupiter. <laughs> Can't believe what's happening again.
0: This reminds me of when I was in Rome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those bloody Persians.
0: <laughs> uh, no, yeah, really. Don't, if it's still in the cinema by the time the show comes out, I hope it's not. Don't watch it. No. Skip it. Unless you want to see how a film definitely shouldn't be made and definitely shouldn't end. Right. The ending is atrocious it just ends
1: oh no I can't do but that but also the
0: camera work was so rough and ready towards the end it it's like the cameraman just gave up it'd be filming some woman who just turned up no idea who she was the devil's looking at her and then she goes whoop <laughs> just pans left suddenly and then goes back to her like the cameraman tripped over or something it just, the only person who should walk away with any credit on that film is the location scout right the costume. drone operator and the costume designer. Because those three things were great. But oh boy.
1: I'm so glad. I'm so glad I didn't go.
0: The woman with the mascara under her eyes.
1: Ugh Ugh Bad. Bad. Bad.
0: It's like someone's mum got cast in a film.
1: Uh...
0: Uh, anyway. Do
1: you know what that means as well? There will never be another Werewolf Roman film. And they had the they had that chance. It's gone.
2: Also, why is it your wolf?
1: Well, I think it's about wolves, isn't it?
0: Werewolves.
1: Oh, is it like a double thing like wolf, the warrior, the warrior wolf, but, but also werewolf The Romans
0: had like wolf uh, legions and stuff. Why right. not name it after one of them? Like they're the Wolfus regiment or something.
1: Wolfus. But if it was called Wolfus, it'd be very silly, wouldn't I it? I guess so. Wolfus. Wolfus. Oh, <laughs> Wolfus. Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolfie. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, there's some Latin word for wolf, surely. Wolfus. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Ruff-ruffs. ruff wolfus. Ruff-ruff, rex. Wolfus fluffius. <laughs> Fluffy tail, wolf-wolf.
0: All right, we need to get out of here. Yeah, Let's okay. start. Let's, 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 let's check <laughs> off the show. All right, see you at the end. You have one
4: message.
5: Message one. Hi, Screambucket. It's Christopher Walken. I've got this idea for a new film. It's uh, about this spy who he can't stop dancing. It's his weapon of choice. But the thing is, every time he dances, there's this worm. Now, don't be shocked by the tone of my voice. Because I'm just trying to help and come up with this idea for you. And if you are interested, why don't you hit me up and call me. Uh... Christopher Walken, and... Uh, bye. You happy with that? And let me listen to it again. Jeez. Oh, mademoiselle, would you like to have a film discussion?
0: Oh, yes, monsieur. I'd love to have an in-depth film discussion with you. Like that do on Screen Bucket.
5: Written and directed by John Hughes, Weird Science was released in 1985. It's a... American teen comic science fiction film that stars
3: Elan
5: Mitchell-Smith and Anthony Michael Hall, along with Kelly LeBrock. Mm. Kelly LeBrock. Yes. So what happens? Uh, where, do, where do we begin? I mean, it's two kids, Are- four, about 14. Let's uh, just
0: start by saying that Nick hasn't watched Weird Science before oh, yeah, last this is, night. Yeah, this is my first ever time watching uh, it. Yeah, so yeah. We decided, I decided to put something on that was a bit culty, was a bit fun,
5: and Nick hadn't seen it, so we chose this film. Yes, and I am a bit of a John Hughes fan. Yes. Um, I do love like Ferris Bueller's one of my favourite films of all time, yeah, so me I too. figured, yeah, let's, let's go for that. Um, so, tell me what happens. Uh, yeah, so we st- start with the characters of, uh, I don't know, Wyatt and Gary. Is it Gary? Yep. Yeah, Wyatt and Gary, who are two 14-year-old boys at school. I think they're 15. 15? I thought they were 14. I think Wyatt's 16. Okay, so they're, they're teenagers anyway. Yeah. They're in the high school um, and they're your yeah, stereotypical geeks um, who are obsessed with the other girls in the class. Um, the or, other girls in the class. Well, sorry, the girls. They're not girls, as far as I know. Um, Come on. <laughs> um, People listen to this show. God, I'm sorry. I'm Claire. sorry. This is completely unprofessional. So, yeah, so they um, are obsessed with women and they decide in their efforts to ha- get a girlfriend to create a girlfriend.
0: Yes. Do you remember how they came
5: to the idea to make a woman? So Gary and Wyatt are in Wyatt's bedroom. Yep. And Wyatt's a bit of a computer geek, but you don't know this at this stage. It's just kind of dropped in straight after. Well, he
0: has a computer. He, he
5: does, in the same vein as War Games, that kind of yeah, yeah, classic yeah. 80s computer with the telephone. And uh, Gary is, they're talking and Gary comes up with the idea of creating a girlfriend. Yeah. Why don't you stimulate a girl? Is yeah, that what he says? something like that. He said like, I could stimulate a girl. Yeah, just yeah, just throw off the... Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose I can, you know, it's just...
0: The 80s hmm. was a magical time need to lay this out when you could do anything you wanted if you had a computer yes
5: Um, you could hack the national security grid yeah um, as is in war games Um, and you can create an AI that represents your perfect woman
0: yeah and you can you can hack into the most elite computer system by going through levels from Star Fox,
5: yes yes <laughs> or um the old tie fighter x-wing versus yeah, tie fighter yeah, yeah. yeah. um Just, yeah navigating mm. your
0: polygon labyrinth gets you access to the
5: yes anyway yeah anyway so <laughs> so yeah they create a woman um played by kelly lebrock called lisa Who they name Lisa, yes. Yes, yeah. And they name it Lisa because it's a girl that Gary had a crush on. Yeah, she kicked him in the nuts. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This film. Uh, And yeah, and then Lisa, yeah. Well, actually, before Lisa appears, what ensues is the maddest possession style.
0: Oh, the montage is beautiful. This is the thing. I haven't seen this in years. Nick's never seen it. We laughed almost from beginning to end well, of this montage. The sky turns red. Yep. Um, well, they start. It's all it's all computer technical magic and typing and and computer hacking. And then it cuts to them doing like a séance over a Barbie doll. Oh yes, with yeah. bras on their head. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <that come> from?
5: <laughs> um And. <laughs> Oh,
0: oh and, it, uh, and it cuts back to them after they're hacking and they're just covered in sweat. Yes, that makes well, no, but only
5: Wyatt was covered in sweat. No, they both were. They both well, they, were. they? Yeah, I yeah. noticed it with Wyatt. Um, but yeah, and uh, then the door starts to... Everything goes quiet. It's all calm. You think, oh, thank God the storm's passed. Yeah. And um, they're hiding underneath their computer table because they notice the door starts to bulge. Yep. Which I'm pretty sure wood can't bulge. I think I said that at the time. Yeah, yeah. don't question yeah. that. <laughs> of all the uh, things... <laughs> Um, and yeah, the door bursts open, a bit of smoke, um, red smoke, and out comes Lisa. Um, yes. Mm. In her underwear. In her underwear. And basically, she's the perfect woman as far as a 15, 16-year-old yeah, kids they, is concerned. Yeah, they basically programmed the perfect woman. They they
0: fed in... They, they Into fed the computer.
5: <laughs> they fed bits of paper. Well, it was, it was images pic- from Cosmo. And- a picture of Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they wanted Albert Einstein's brain, but they, they had pictures from Cosmo and Playboy to make the perfect woman. Yes, one. yes. And they ended up with Kelly LeBrock. Yes. Um, who, the first thing they do is have a shower with. Yes,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, Kelly LeBrock invites them to have a shower and she's naked so she's like, what, 25 years old, you reckon, in this?
0: That's a good question. Yeah. She's, she's definitely older. She's definitely older. It's so a bit creepy. And
5: she's an older woman having a shower with two teenage boys, but it's okay because they still got their clothes on. Yeah, they're still wearing their jeans. Because <laughs> they're um, too nervous. What's the line she has? You guys are just looks at their trousers. too uh, frigid if you, No, if you want to do this again, you need to, oh, you need to loosen up.
0: Something like that. Yeah.
3: If we're going to have any kind of fun together.
0: You guys had better loosen up. And then That's it great. camera pans down. They're all their clothes. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And then Lisa. So it starts initially. She's a a sex
5: object. Yes, so they, they create her for this reason.
0: But she very quickly becomes.
5: Like, well, she, there's actually a great um, summing up from someone who I'm just going to find out who it is, um, who basically says that she's sexy Mary Poppins.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. Mm. Yeah, she essentially becomes a guide to break out of their shell because they're nerds. It's, it's, she's encouraging them to break out of their shell yes. and, um, and become active members of society. And become more self-confident. Um, really. Yeah, confident. So, yeah. yeah, so she takes them to a bar. And there's a very
5: dodgy scene. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we were like, uh, this is funny, but is this wrong?
5: It, well, you wouldn't get away with it nowadays. It's basically, it's like a New Orleans jazz bar it turns into. Yes. Um, but it starts off as an American trucker. Yeah, I guess
0: of, so. Yeah. yeah. But um, Gary Gary gets drunk and starts
5: talking like them.
4: <laughs>
5: and it's funny at first but it just
0: goes on a little bit too long yeah
5: and you think okay they could get away with it in 1985
0: but um I mean it's mm. it's kind of okay because it's not at the expense of the African Americans in the bar
5: yeah yeah
4: they
0: are part of the joke and yeah. they almost they almost win at the end anyway Yes, they, yeah, they, yeah.
5: they start laughing at them but yeah and there's a few moments like that where you're like
4: ehhh
0: this feels dirty. Well, there's,
5: there's all through the film. Yeah, there's bits like that. So you've got the bit in the bar. Um, you've then got the next morning. So Wyatt and Gary. I mean, Gary's very drunk, um, and you know, proceeds to vomit into Wyatt's sink. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that night, Gary goes to bed, and Wyatt stays up with Lisa. And there's kind of a question of whether they actually. Yeah. I mean, he wakes up the next morning in her underwear.
0: Yes. <laughs> I
5: forgot <laughs> yeah. that. Um, oh,
0: oh, and that's the other thing to bear in mind. Um Wyatt's got an older brother. Played by the legendary Bill Paxton. Yes, Chet, his name is. Well, the best way to describe him, is it like a slightly psychopathic shut-in who loves guns?
5: I compared him at the time to... Um, I mean, I know it's a bit of a stereotype, but in Wet Hot American Summer, Paul Rudd's character. Um, He's less affable than that yeah he's I mean, more of a
0: psychopath
5: yeah he kind of you can see but when did aliens come out 80 that was before weird science wasn't it yes so it's as if john hughes saw the character that bill paxton played in aliens and said i want you to do that but be a complete no, no? 86 because oh. it's a very maybe he's just became a little bit type it's possible they while. did it at the same time yeah possibly um, Probably sets next door to each other and he just, <laughs> you know, stayed in character. Well, Aliens was
0: filmed around the corners in
5: Hampshire, wasn't it? But anyway, so uh, yeah, Bill Paxton, he is an absolute psychopath. Um, well, he,
0: he he finds them, doesn't he? No, the next morning, that's right. The next morning, he comes downstairs and Lisa's prepared a wonderful breakfast. Yes. For, uh, for Wyatt. Who he and eggs. He immediately claims it and finds his brother. Uh,
5: but he does offer to fry an egg for him. Yeah. Yeah, th- I guess. <laughs> he throws the egg into the ceiling, it cracks and lands in the frying pan with shell and all, and he goes, there you are, breakfast. Yeah, he's mm. an
0: older brother bully, and yes. he, he he steals money from him and yep. stuff. Um, but he sees his younger brother in the woman's underwear he Um, just doesn't
5: he doesn't mention it first he doesn't mention it at first it's sort of he walks back in yeah yeah. and then he notices he he, he freaks out yeah (laughs) it's very very funny
0: and the best bit is when he he pulls the towel off (laughs) (laughs) cover yourself (laughs) up cover yourself up and he's now just naked and please
5: god oh it's fantastic really funny joke um and lisa does hide from him at first yeah
0: they never they're never in the same room and there's always a question of how they're gonna what will
5: happen when chet the i'm the best thing in the world Mm. when he meets lisa who's very challenging how they will actually clash well yeah and it's beyond that as
0: well because um there's the high school bully template high school bully characters
5: oh yes uh played by robert downey Yep. He's not junior at this point. No, he's not. No, he's Robert Downey. Maybe um, he got downgraded. Maybe. Uh, Downey graded. Down. Um, and oh, so this sorry. is what you're in for. So sorry. Uh, and uh, I don't know who the other chap is. Um, I don't know if he's done I don't know if else, he's anyone really? else either, no. Robert Rustler. No idea. Nope. Um, but yeah, and uh, she she sort of seduces hit them. Well, there's a great. Teases them. Yeah, there's a, the, the first time they see her. Um, so they're the ones that bully. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, gary and wyatt right from the start
0: so lisa um teases the high school bully jock characters yes and um who aren't who aren't treating their girlfriends right no exactly And this becomes the main point of the story is to get wyatt and gary gary to uh break out their shells and go out with these girls yes so it becomes a love square yes no no no
5: love octagon Uh, A love
0: there's loads like a, of a love
4: parallelogram.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, all and becomes this the classic John Hughes um Boy must the, get girl. And
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: The growing up and yes. facing your your challenges. And there's some great cameos. Wes from Mad Max 2. Yes. Who just,
5: is the same character. Just amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I I strongly enjoy it, although perhaps each year it might get a bit more difficult to watch.
5: Well, that's the trouble as we um as a as a society get a lot more um <sighs> woke. Yes, woke is the perfect word, isn't it? So, but then John Hughes there's always been the question of things like that and Yeah, 16 mm-hmm. candles is yeah. a dodges. Yeah. Well, actually in Subject. this perfect. So there is a moment um between Lisa and Wyatt where they actually do kiss. Um like full-on mm. snog. Um and I was reading a bit of trivia where I was reading a bit of trivia where Wyatt actually, or the Elan who played Wyatt, actually did stick his tongue down Kelly Lovett's throat, um, and she turned around to him and said, "If you do that again, I'll kick your ass." Really? So, yeah. I
4: do.
5: So, yeah. but then that's a twenty-five-year-old woman-ish kissing a fourteen-year-old boy. So, yes. Yeah.
0: yes. Anyway,
5: I thoroughly enjoyed Weird Science, despite all its um, cultural problems yeah um it was actually a very enjoyable john hughes
0: film and the uh yeah i love it and it's inspired many music videos and many many references to many many things yes it's good fun
5: if a little bit hard to watch
0: it it almost be better as a modern film taking sort of a parody approach
5: that's an interesting yeah
0: because you've got like the f word yeah, six-letter F-word that is only
5: ever heard in '80s films.
0: But yes, I think it's solid watching. Yes, and if take it you, you with a pinch of salt. Maybe. Yeah,
5: if you enjoy those kinds of '80s uh, coming-of-age films, then go watch Weird Science. Yeah, but watch Ferris Bueller more. Yes, definitely Ferris Bueller anytime. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's put a song on.
4: You have one
5: message. Message one. Oh hi, uh, Screen Bucket. It's James Cameron here. Um and I just wanna give you a call because uh I've got this new idea for a new film series. Um, it's basically about these orange squirrels and they're on a distant planet blowing things up. If you're interested, give me a call. Um I know that I've got a reputation but I promise not to go over budget this time. I'm gonna keep it together. Oh uh, uh, yeah, of course. Just um take I'll tell you what, take the fifty, take the fifty. Anyway, see you later, Screen Bucket. Bye.
0: Falling Down is a 1993 thriller film by Joel Schumacher. Uh, the film stars Michael Douglas as Fens, as he's referred to, a 9 to 5 offish slub who goes a bit mad and decides to journey across LA in time for his daughter's birthday party. Aww. Isn't that nice?
5: He just loves his daughter.
0: Yes. He's also a complete psychopath and unleashes hell along his journey through L.A. until he's eventually tracked down by almost retiree Martin Do- Prendergast, played by Robert Duvall.
4: <sighs>
0: Why did you make me watch this film, Nick?
5: Because, well, I, like, someone had described it to me in the past, and neither of us have seen this before. No, we haven't, no. Um, but someone had described it to me in the past, and I, what I took away from it, that it was that it was basically Curb Your Enthusiasm, but with guns. <sighs> yeah... Yeah, it's
0: not. No, it's not. No, it's
5: no, not. it's not. Do you want to explain what happens in a bit more detail? Okay, so the film starts um, in traffic. Yep. Uh, Michael Douglas is in his car and it's very hot mm-hmm. and nothing is going his way. No, no. Um, Every all the sort of fellow um, traffic... Commuters. People, commuters, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they are very annoying. Yep. His kid's waving things out the windows. Um, yeah, it's just a stereotypical... A, uh,
0: mutated fly lands on his neck. Oh, yeah, and he's trying to kill it, <laughs>
5: but he can't get it. Yeah. Um, he tries to get his aircon going. That didn't work. Tries to wind down his window. The handle for winding down his window doesn't work. Um, eventually, he snaps and decides he wants to go home. Yeah.
0: Abandons his car in the freeway.
5: Now, we don't know what he means by go home. No. So he gets out the car... Yeah. And someone goes, hey, buddy, you can't get out of the mm. car here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, I'm going home. Mm. And he just walks off into the shrubbery. But he runs off.
0: Oh, yeah. There. With pathetic. his briefcase. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's got his yeah. briefcase. Yeah. But at this point, he seems like, I don't know, he reminded me of Hal from and Middle at this point. He was just like a schlub who just wants to go back to his <laughs> wife. And the first thing he does is he, he goes to a uh, phone uh, booth and tr- phones a woman with kids. Yeah. And he then he sort of freaks out a bit and doesn't talk to them. And hangs up, yeah. And hangs up. So you're like, okay. Because you think your first, oh, it's his wife and kids. And then things take a bit of a
4: turn.
5: Well, I mean, the, the, the tone, I immediately realised I'd misunderstood what this film was going to be about was that opening segment when they're in traffic. Yeah. I got serious rage. <laughs> like, at this moment... So I was watching it last night and mm-hmm. I'd sat down with my pizza. Yeah. And my cat, while I was watching this, my cat started trying to climb behind the TV and strangle itself on the cables. Okay. Um, so I was getting annoyed at the cat. Yeah. Um, this TV was too loud so I was starting to try and turn down the TV <laughs> and th- then as I mentioned with my tooth a bit of the pizza went onto the wrong s- the crust of the pizza went onto the wrong side of my mouth yeah, yeah. and I bit down onto the sore bit of my tooth so
0: oh that's oh we should film <laughs> you putting on falling down and going mad <laughs>
4: That'd be amazing. <laughs> but
5: it was, it, I was irritated. Like, all those things don't usually irritate me, but the way the <laughs> <that laughs> opening scene is directed, I felt so much yeah, anxiety it's and good. rage.
0: It, it uses a lot of very extreme close ups. And yeah. although we were saying before we recorded, Office Space opens the same way. Yes. And it's yes. so different in tone.
5: Yeah. When did Office Space come out? 99, 98, 99. Because I wonder if they might have drawn it, a little I, bit
0: I imagine it. so yeah. I think there is I think they even mention falling down possibly yeah I think although I wasn't keyed into it I might be now falling down having a falling down moment is a thing people say right okay like, he had a falling down moment someone snapped <laughs> yeah. you know, which That's I've th- never bit heard bit more before. than a falling down moment because what happens after he leaves Adam well for me it's uh, you know it's more like having the case of the Mondays
5: do you remember yeah, that I reckon if someone said to what's his name Bill is it I think it's Bill, in falling down about having a case of the Mondays, (laughs) he would probably shoot them in the face. Or the
0: leg, more specifically. It'd be nice to re-edit. This is the film that has been referenced in so much material, Yes, it almost feels like you could cross it over. Anyway, anyway, we're going off point. The first thing he does when he's suddenly free of the car, he goes to a... A Korean supermarket. This is the tone of the film because it made me suddenly go oh, (laughs) and feel a bit uncomfortable. He basically he feels like a can of coke costs too much, eighty five cents, as opposed to fifty cents that he wants to pay. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, it switches. He starts. He starts taking the mick out of the Korean guy's accent. Yeah, and he starts talking about how he's come to my country, trying to speak, speak my properly, language, yeah. and he then wants him to
5: say five, doesn't he? Yeah, he says there's an F in or yeah, v, in a five. v in five. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts just trashing the place, saying everything's too expensive. Well, it's interesting because at the beginning, when it, when this interaction between the two first starts, you mm. are kind of on Michael Douglas's side because you're agreeing, you're going, "Yeah, that is too much for a can of Coke," and then almost instantly it's, it's as he goes to walk out the door mm. he turns around and you don't like michael douglas anymore he is not a yeah. nice person i
0: don't know i think i think my hackles are up a bit almost immediately i was like mm. it's when he starts talking about the accent
4: well yeah yeah it,
0: what that's the thing that's from that moment he starts using rhetoric that racists use basically yeah
5: but is that, would that, oh, it's interesting, this is a bit off topic, would that have been considered? Well, if we were in 1993, it came out, mm-hmm. in 1993, if we were watching it, would we have had so, the same reaction? It's
0: an interesting argument, and I think at the time I read, there was negative, right? Okay. but it was very specifically from like the the Korean... Yeah, quite rightly, I mean... Hmm, em- hmm. Whatever, the representative... Because it's not just that, it's the treatment of a lot of minorities, in it? Yes. And this is where so... This is why I baffled you didn't know it was LA, because it's such an LA thing. Well,
5: now you've said it, I can see it. you've got all the street gangs, yeah, you've got yeah.
0: Mexican. You've got the bodybuilders... Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Venice Beach, even... Oh, to-
5: yeah, they go to Venice Beach! Oh, But the
0: climax happens. Ah, oh, I feel bad now. But anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, I... What follows on from there is he just goes from one point to another, causing, we've been too negative on it, what it's doing is it's, it's commenting on society and the world at large. This is where the Kirby enthusiasm thing comes in, because he's, he's critiquing the fact that prices have gone up. Yep. But
5: he does so in a way that he trashes a guy's shop and beats it and scares the hell out of him. He then goes to a park and he's, um, drinking his soda in the park, uh, that he did pay 50 cents for. And yes, he did leave the money. yeah. 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 And then some gang guys come up to him and start picking on him. Yes. And he then complains about the fact he just wants to sit and drink a soda in the park, um, and he doesn't want to have this confrontation with the gang people. Yeah. Um they... well, he
0: tries to back off, doesn't he? He tries to say, yeah. "All right,
5: I respect that I'm on your Yeah. I'm in your garden, I'm in your yard. I'll, yeah. I'll leave." And they don't let him leave. Nope. They pull a switch knife on him. And um <laughs> which reminds me of the next bit when he wa- when he's walking away. So he basically he, he beats him up essentially. He Uses yeah. his briefcase. To... He uses his baseball bat that he stole from the yeah. shopkeeper. Yeah. Um and the guys run off, and as he's walking away, he's got the switch knife, and he goes, "I wonder how one of these things actually works." Yeah. Well, how does he? Switch do knife that? or a butterfly knife? I don't know. It's a butterfly, isn't it? Switch is when it. Hits. I don't know. I'm not a knife <laughs> expert.
0: <laughs> so those two interactions from there, you can see where the plot's going. He keeps meeting these people. He keeps, interestingly, he keeps upgrading his weapons.
5: Yeah. So he's gone from baseball bat to knife. It's a bit. It's. It's, it's also Graphic as he, yeah and as he gets more because he does get more crazy as the film goes oh absolutely up, he loses it completely well
0: you can tell that it's bookmarked by he keeps phoning his yeah as we discover his ex-wife yeah who Just he has uh, she has a um restraining order that's the word mm-hmm. um, against him and each time he phones her after each sort of chapter of what's going on yeah and he gets more and more demented
5: yeah but his morals get better as he goes on as well what? I think they do. It's cuz it kind of climaxes with the Nazi in the um what's the type of shop called? Oh, it goes to like a military surplus. Surplus I see, yeah. yeah. Army surplus. Um and he sees the Nazi and the Nazi thinks that he's one of them. Yeah. And he makes that point of saying I'm not one of you and then yeah, and obviously that's he, true. he ends up killing spoilers the Nazi guy. Um and it's kind of from that point on. He, he, he I mean, he's he's nice to people well, all the way the, through, the, except for the Korean guy. <laughs> That's the only person he's not nice to. The Nazi think? thing was interesting
0: because um, he immediately recognizes this guy as an ally. He originally sees Michael Douglas as an ally, yeah, uh, because he's been listening on, on the police scanner, yeah. Because the B story, where we meet the actual hero, yeah, is Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert about playing uh, a part of a a police sergeant who's been injured previously and now is a desk jockey,
5: essentially. Yeah. And, and he's so on the last day of his job he's as well. On his well. last day of his job. Oh that stereotype, I love it. It's a yeah, it is a stereotype.
0: In this one it works quite nicely because they're acting against it. It's a bit genre savvy. Like everyone everyone, including him, are aware that he could get injured at any point. Yeah. They even mention another guy who retired who was on the way to his car, got run down. and how You know.
4: um,
0: Who's got the worst wife?
5: Well, no, she's not the worst wife. She's mental. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that she's the worst wife. She's just... She's clearly got a lot of issues. She does. Well, there's... Yeah, I mean,
0: I'll mention that later, but there is an interesting... This is is because it's 93. This wouldn't happen now. There's a very... Pro male vibe going
5: on. Oh, there's one bit towards the end, the last interaction you have with his wife. Actually, yes, yeah, that's exactly what's in my mind. He like, mm. oh, in 1993 you go, yeah. In 2018 you go, well, that's not right. And it
0: reminded me of another uh, stereotype from from the 80s and 90s films that and TV actually as well. That being a man, you can't say I love you. Yeah that It's a thing that men don't say, and you're like, "Oh, I forgot about that."
5: Yeah, it's weird how uh, interesting, isn't it? How far we've come. Oh God,
0: God. it's not even that. It's just a weird culture shift. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, the story quite progresses quite interestingly. Michael Douglas eventually catches up with his wife, his ex-wife and daughter, while um, Prendergast is on his tail, uh, sort of. Picks a, he works with an old partner, doesn't he, to try and catch him on his last day, and everyone else is dismissing him. It's only at the end does he really go. No, I need to.
5: We need to do this. We need to stop this man in his white shirt and tie. Well, there's. I mean, this is this is really reaching here, but it is quite a a similar kind of um, comparison to Blade Runner. What? So you've got bear with me here. So you've got the Harrison Ford character, which is um, Robert De Okay. Hunting down the bad guy, mm-hmm. and you see the bad guy all the way through. You see them doing all these horrible things, but at the same time, you kind of understand why he's doing those things. Well, okay. And then by the end, there, there, there's no winner in that final.
0: Yeah, okay, I get that. However, in the language of the film, Michael Douglas is portrayed as the protagonist. Yes. Now I realise that the, the film is a tragedy, it's a spiral of descent of evil, which he doesn't even realise to the end, when he suddenly goes, am I the bad guy?
5: Yeah, it's amazing. That was, I really like that. That bit. was a
0: cool moment. But the, we're still seeing him two thirds of the time, we're only seeing Prendergast. Yes, yeah. Blade Runner, as a weird example, you only really follow Deckard. Well no, you do... You see glimpses of what they're doing, but you don't follow them. Michael Douglas, we're Mm, following.
5: Yeah, true. You don't know what they're doing, whereas you know what Michael Douglas is doing. Yeah.
0: Mm. Now, there's no mystery because you know it's all laid out in front of you. Yeah. Now, this is where my real issue comes from it. Now, do you remember when we watched Rampage?
5: Which one was written? Hang on. Is this
0: the one with the kid that shoots everything? He dresses up in armour, walks down the road and kills everyone. Yeah, that film made me feel sick. Yeah, I hated that so much. Um, mainly for the idea of who's being inspired by this film. Yeah, and yeah, really, really uncomfortable. There was also there was a game called Hatred or something or Blackness. My heart is black or whatever it was. Same thing. You go around murdering people. You go to a high school and start shooting people. Mm. Hmm. And you go well. You could argue it's satire, but it's not, is it? It's. 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 Yeah. Um, Now, this film has actually been called out as inspiring a, a mass murderer. That doesn't surprise me. Well, hang on, hang on. 2015 Chapel Hill shooting.
5: Oh, right, okay. It was his favourite film, and he watched it over and over again, and his wife... I'm just reading this now. It's saying he thought it was hilarious. He had no compassion at all. That's the problem, though. You can't take a film... Because there is a very good message to falling down, which is that mental health is a serious problem, and... What? It is it, is. it is. It's. It's talking about how. Guess. You're, you're watching Michael Douglas descend into more and more mental health issues. Well, the and it's
0: it's the other thing is the portrayal of, of the angry white male, which is the, um, which he definitely is. He's yeah. A, he's a.
5: He's not military, but he. Well, he has a background in in military. Yeah, he went to was it Nam? He was in. Um, they made comments throughout, and there were
0: there was a trickle of veteran. I mean, how out.
5: else would he know how to
0: shoot? How else? Well, he would... doesn't really. His trigger discipline's awful. Well, yeah.
5: <laughs> when what... he's in the whammy burger, no, <laughs> the bigger one.
0: This is, and this is the other thing as well. The tonally, it's so weird because there are these gag moments when he fires the bazooka.
3: Oh, oh, what
5: that! What the hell I lo- was, oh, that whole that was scene. amazing. It Amazing. Right, it seems to be whenever he's got this kid. Yeah. And it's always the kid that brings the humour into it. So, like that with the bazooka, where the kid's showing him how to use a bazooka. The
0: kid (laughs) kid saw him...
5: uh, So what film are you shooting? Uh... (laughs) That's just a comedy scene. Yeah. What? (laughs) It doesn't fit in. I thought it did. Because it's... If if there was no... Do you know what? That, That scene works
0: in The Last Action Hero. That's the last action
5: hero scene. Right. The thing you got to remember, it's 1993. Yeah. It's Michael Douglas. Right. It's Joel Schumacher. Yeah. I think tonally it does fit very well with those three things. There's seriousness. There is an underlying message that gets even more serious as the years go on. Because obviously we are use that term we used last time, woke. Mm. We're seeing these things a lot more. But because it's 1993, because it's Joel Schumacher, who was the master of the, you know, these kinds of action 90s films, um, and because it's Michael Douglas, and people have to still like Michael Douglas because he's one of those people, especially at the time, just coming off the back of Jewel of the Nile and whatnot. Right, right, right. I think tonally it does fit for 1993.
0: Ugh. The only thing I kept thinking was... Now I understand what Frank Grimes' character came from, from The Simpsons.
4: And do you deserve any of it? No!
1: (gasps) What are you saying?
0: I'm saying you're what's wrong with America, Simpson. You coast through life, you do as little as possible, and you leech off decent, hardworking people, like me. (laughs) If you lived in
2: any other country in the world, you'd have starved to death long ago. Yes.
5: (laughs) That's the only thing I kept thinking. Uh, also, the so Frank Grimes is one traffic jam away from murdering everyone in this. We
0: tried, didn't he? Grimesy, see, he gets so sick of everyone calling him Grimesy, he kills himself. And oh yeah, in a... he kills himself, yeah, but yeah, he sure. doesn't try and kill oh, sure. everyone else.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know
0: what to feel about this film. I, you asked me, you said earlier you enjoyed it. I can't say I enjoyed it. I respect it, mm. and now I understand where the references all come from. Yeah.
5: But I didn't enjoy it. It I... made me feel
0: uncomfortable.
5: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't enjoy watching it, but I really liked it. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's all I would say.
3: Oh, oh hello,
5: hello, buenas noches, eh.
1: In here. <coughs>
2: so that was instruments of distraction by nrg which leads us on to our next topic which is adam what
0: transformers the movie
2: 1986 Yeah. yeah okay yeah okay right this is the best
0: film ever Mm, i
4: don't know
0: this is probably one of my childhood favorites though um transformers the movie yeah i think i watched it when i was six or seven the first time it's a good age i've tried to watch it ever since um a little bit of background transformers was the one for me yep um i've got an older brother and an older sister davin and melissa um shout out shout out. CS. Uh and I basically inherited all of their toys and things. Um, most of my brothers, obviously, uh, which was Transformers, Star Wars, Lego, all that stuff. Yeah. But Transformers was one I latched onto. Um and with the toys I had uh, I wanna say three tapes. Mm. I had uh the sort of pilot free part of pilot to the original eighties, nineteen eighty four series, More Than Meets the Eye, which is kind of like a complete story, beginning, middle and end. I watched it to death. Nice it was the
2: chunk of Transformers.
0: Absolutely, it was the introduction to all these characters. It showed off all the characters, really nicely animated as well. Mm. Voice acting's great. Um, before it got all cheap and tacky with the with the full series later on. Yeah, you know, when it's just being rolled out. Um, so I had that tape and I watched it to death. Got to know all the characters. Had a great time.
2: Then I had the movie. Yeah. This movie. This movie.
0: This movie. That's primary role is to ruin my childhood dreams
2: uh kick me in the ribs and say no so what does don't this movie love anything. Um, what does this movie do to your childhood favorites then adam it brutally murders them it does this a lot. this film is
0: the opening chapter to a, a long line of uh animated tie-in things from the 80s mm. and this is an interesting chapter where At this point, no one thought anyone cared about these toy characters.
2: Oh, how wrong they were. (laughs) So when they decided
0: that it was time to roll out a new line of toys and to get rid of the old toys, who wants them? Mm. Let's kill them all. Let's burn them alive. Let's melt them in a big vat of acid. Yep. Uh, Just to replace them with some absolutely rubbish characters.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Basically, yeah. Um,
2: so that's kind of, that's why this film sticks with me in quite a heavy way. That's like your side of the Transformers thing. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know mine. I myself do not care for a Transformer. And I never really got it. I don't like the new films. I don't like any, I don't really like Transformers. But you said to me, go and watch this animated film from 1986. <laughs> yep. Tell me what you think. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on the radio show. So I watched it, and um, yeah, yeah. A- about that.
0: <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> You've developed
2: opinions, haven't you? Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, not not they're not too major because I'm sure there's a a bunch of people who feel the same way I do about it.
0: Nope. Mm, I- Just you, Uh, just Just me. It can't just be me. (laughs) It can't just be me. Right. Well, let's uh, let's give a quick overview of what happens. Yeah. Do you want to start? I could probably do it from memory.
2: I reckon you'd if you do it from memory. Okay. And then I can tell you what I dislike about it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, space. Yes.
2: (laughs) Tell me more.
0: A giant, big planet drifts. (laughs)
3: that's <laughs> planet sounds by the way yeah,
0: yeah. it just uh and we're on another planet and some scientists go oh it's Janix, it's coming yeah um and they go oh and they start evacuating this scene terrified me as a kid Let, uh, it kind of makes sense so i can yeah. say that I can um so these guys start evacuating this planet as these winds start being drawn up and basically one planet is eating the other one. It is. Nom nom nom. The
2: big orange thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. It
0: starts <laughs> absorbing and crunching the planet. These guys try to escape, but one of them does, one of them gets sucked in. Yep. And in the end, the planet is no more it's it's just gone.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a burp from the other planet does there's it just, that yep. digests.
0: It's just one vast mechanoid planet yep. drifts on into the cosmos. Oh, then we get the intro theme. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the year is 2005. Uh, Decepticons have, the, they're the baddies, they've taken over Cybertron, their home planet. Yep. Um, the Autobots, the goodies, uh, are staging, preparing to stage an invasion to take it back on multiple moons and also the Autobot City back on Earth as well. Right, right that's the setup the decepticons are basically they've won kind of which is funny cuz they always lost in the yeah, show
2: yeah I, I can kind of get it cuz that's the thing that i when i watched it the first thing i thought was why are they getting why are they winning like they've like yeah they've already won it's bizarre cuz like, so quick It's like the... a
0: 20 year time jump from the series to the film mm. and in that time apparently the decepticons got good they had a training montage. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, I done. reckon that's what it was. <laughs> um, so on one of the moons, we've got Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. Yeah, Optimus. By, excuse me. Yeah, you are Voiced by Peter Cullen, who is still doing the voice today. Classic. Um, and basically, they need more energon. They need more of their fuel source. Uh, so Ironhide zooms off uh, to go to Autobot City on Earth to get more energon. Yes. Hmm, but, but their plans are foiled for Laserbeak. One of the Decepticons is watching in the window and he takes it back to Megatron. Do
2: you know what? This, this, for me, this is wonderful because you are summing your element right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Just saying how this, the story is, it's great to watch. I'm, I'm so sorry you guys don't get to watch this because it's so good.
0: Megatron, Laserbeak. That's it. Laserbeak flies in and he relays the plans. Um... Repeating the line from Optimus uh, All we need is a little Energon and a lot of luck. More luck than you.
4: Th-
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's the line? More luck than you ne- think of something. So, yeah. Now all we need is a
3: little Energon and a lot of luck. More than you imagine, Optimus Prime.
0: So, yeah, so what's what? The shuttle takes off. Um, but they get ambushed by the Decepticons where uh Huffer, Ratchin, Ironhide, uh, and Prowl get brutally murdered. Yeah, actually, yeah, they do. That two instruments of destruction. This scene blew my mind as a kid. Uh, uh, I
2: can get it. I mean, if you're invested in these characters
0: all the established characters just get mowed down. And then
2: they just like for me, I can imagine that's the equivalent, uh, so from like now, uh to Going in to say like Infinity War, and then just killing the Avengers. Yeah. just been like, there's gonna be new Avengers, but the ones you knew are now well, dead. Well, yeah, like it's essentially Basically, what they did, yeah. and it really is uh... in the opening scene, which is crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um,
0: the one that sticks with me most is Prowl, who's the. Uh... One who turns into a police car. yeah, Burns up on the inside. Is like, all the smoke coming out the mouth? He gets the- shot in the chest and then he opens his mouth as all this smoke yeah. pours out <laughs> of his eyes. And, oh my god. Um, so they get wiped out. The Decepticons use the shuttle to, to uh, get through the early warning systems uh, and basically attack Autobot City and, and with a plan to wipe them all out. Yeah. Um, cut to Earth, Hot Rod.
4: <laughs> Everyone's
0: favorite teenage transformer, Hot Rod, sucks. He, he he does. He really does. Hot Rod's really bad. Dude. He's fishing with Daniel. Yes, <laughs> yes. And they they see that the shuttle's coming, so they 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 go to meet the shuttle. But oh no, there's a hole in the shuttle. Hot Rod sees it uh, and basically launches the uh, sets off the attack. Yeah, all the septons pour
2: out, start killing everyone. It does go a bit crazy then. Yeah, it it really does. There there was a couple of moments that, like, admittedly, not a huge fan of the film, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. (laughs) I think that was probably one of them where I was like, oh, it's gonna go down. What's
0: awesome is um, at this point worth mentioning: Vince DeCola did the uh, soundtrack, who's famously did the Rocky soundtrack. Yes. Um, So it's all eighties synth, and it's and it's awesome. He's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, yeah. he is my favourite. The part. um, the Attack, the Autobot uh, bass, the actual battle music yes. is so cool. Yeah,
2: it's really cool. Um, Really cool.
0: In fact, I think I want to blame this for my love of Synthwave now. Because now it's quite popular, but I always liked it. And I think it's because I liked this film.
2: I can kind of get that, because there's a lot of stuff that you'll suggest. Like, hey, hey, give this a listen. And like having watched this has made me realise that maybe watching stuff like this as, as a youth has given you, like, a different um, flavour within your music meal, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, I can see Do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh,
0: I just love it. I it, get it. it. Um, so, during the battle, we introduced to the new characters. We introduced to, obviously, Hot Rod, um, Cup, the old-timer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, like, really grouchy dude. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Well, I said like, grouchy. He's just like a... It's just like a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Everyday normal girl. RC, the first, uh, well, she's not the first female one, but quite an obvious attempt to at having a Princess Leia character. The pink
2: one. Is that, is that the pinky, the whitey pinky yeah, yeah, robot with the, one. With yeah. the Leia hair? Yeah. Um, Springer,
0: who's the green dude, turns into a helicopter
2: and a car. Ooh! Yeah, because he just can't be happy with one. of both.
0: <laughs> and Ultra Magnus, who is the city commander, who's awesome. Yes. But I haven't got time for that right now. That's a joke. Transformers joke, everyone. Yeah, so that's... Everyone. Transformers yeah. joke. Uh, anyway, during the yeah. fight, everyone dies. It's really b- brutal. And then Optimus arrives. He does. To save the... D- oh, no, we've skipped a bit. Oh, I- sorry, man. They do an SOS signal to get Optimus in one of the coolest little sequences. When Blast the coming at you. Oh, yeah. the, the boombox Autobot broadcast as the, uh, the stress tool he is awesome
2: he is awesome yeah. All right, do you know what the more that we chat about it the more I'm realising there's parts of this that I did actually enjoy like, yeah. uh,
0: so he uh, after a, a fight with some tape deck little mini robots which is awesome um, Optimus arrives and he decides in a line that's been ripped off in every Transformers thing ever since mm-hmm. Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And
2: they do use that.
4: Me, 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 me. You got the touch.
2: Mm, no, mm, please don't. Mm, that, right. We got the power. <laughs> right, no, please. <laughs> For the love of God, please don't do this.
0: Uh, Optimus and Megatron uh, fight to the death, and it's pretty savage and brutal and Awesome. Awesome. Hold um, on, is
2: this, the, is this the cool turn from the truck, flippy through the air, oh, yeah. take well, the they, shots? Is that this bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's epic. All right, apart from the music. You everything got the power. No, please stop. The music's really bad. <laughs> everything is. else about it is really good.
0: Uh, Optimus checks ass, basically. He really does. Yeah. yeah. And when he, when he does catch up with Megatron, it's pretty savage. It's, mm-hmm. it's, but yeah, at the end of it, Optimus Prime, he's dead. He <laughs> but, is. I mean, it's... Awful and brutal, and it made me horrifically scarred as a kid. It's awful how he dies, um, but Megatron's gravely wounded as well. The mm-hmm. Decepticons all flee. Uh, Optimus gets taken back to the medical wing, I guess. Yes, and it's all kicks off from there, basically. There we go. Yeah, so when the Decepticons are fleeing, they but they let all the wounded ones out the back because they need more space they're too heavy mm-hmm. on the ship what it's yeah. never happened before um and megatron floats off with the other wounded transformers and bumbles into unicron
4: megatron. welcome megatron
2: said that I am a unicron ah yes unicron the giant planet eating planet yes that's what you call him Yeah, that's not what I call him <laughs> not going to call him what I call no. him <laughs> you can see what you've written yeah there. you can see it but I'm not going <laughs> to say it on the show um
0: all the wounded Seth John's get reformatted into new toys uh characters um Including Galvatron, voiced by Leonard Nimoy.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. I've only just found this out uh, yes. just prior to recording this, that there are some really awesome, big-name uh, voice actors in this.
0: Absolutely. Which well, the biggest one in. is the voice of Unicron himself, Awesome Wells.
2: Awesome Wells. Awesome
0: Wells. Because that's what he is. <laughs> this was his last-ever film yeah. role. So the man who um, you know brought us Citizen Kane, his last-ever role was a big god. Big robot eating god man,
2: which is what he was his entire life, really. Yeah, he hated this. He hated this. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I
0: think he was quoted as saying something like, I'm a big robot toy doing horrible things to other robot toys.
2: Yes, (laughs) yeah, which (laughs) fair enough. Does not sound like a description of a film that's suitable for children? No, not really. (laughs)
0: Um, So that becomes the crux of the whole story, really. He's reformatted Megatron and the others in order to hunt down the matrix that Optimus Prime had that he's passed on to Ultra Magnus. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the film is basically a, a chase across planets and meet weird and wonderful characters before eventually teaming up at the end cool. to take down Unicron.
2: And uh, that's uh, yeah,
0: that's uh, Transformers.
2: That's the That is the film. Right. What's not to love? What's not to love? Right. So I got 15 minutes in. Right, I had no idea what was happening. So, (laughs) as someone who's never watched anything to do with Transformers before, I didn't see any of the build-up. I just did not know what was going on. Um, It sort of blew my mind that they killed Optimus Prime. Yes, But not in a good way. You and everyone else, yeah. More in the sense of like, um, like, why would you do this? But the thing is, is it was really confusing for me because it's been so many years since it came out Mm. that his back and he's fine and everything's good and there's been like several films with him in. So it's like Oh they're unbelievable This is not canon. <laughs> this is clearly none of the stuff that I'd seen is canon. Yeah. Um yeah, hot rod sucks. Hot Rod does so I
0: Hate Hot Rod. Um, and he transport- at the end. He transforms into Rodimus Prime. Yeah, the, the replacement for Optimus. Uh, bad, really bad. Yeah, well, this is the really thing. Awful. Even at the time, everyone rejected that. Like, uh, but what about Optimus? Yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. That's what I meant about it, is this being kind of a landmark in that. Rodimus Prime is the actual thing. name, right? Rodimus Prime. Yeah,
2: that's what they decided on. Arise, Rodimus. Yeah. Prime. So a bunch of people sat in a room. And they went, we've killed Optimus Prime. Yeah. We need somebody to take over. Somebody said Rodimus Prime. <laughs> and everybody went, yeah, great. This is exactly the name that we're looking well, for. Well, this is the thing. It's really...
0: A lot of people said that they they didn't know that people cared.
4: They yeah. thought they
0: were just toys. So we're quite surprised when Optimus Prime um, caused people to cry and complain. Like, parents were taking their kids to watch this film who were... Like, PDST, I'm talking, level, mm. traumatised. Yeah. Um, so much so that when they released it in the UK, uh, they put a thing at the end saying, Optimus Prime will return. And they had to like, yeah.
2: specify that this guy's
0: not dead. Um, the other one as well is that G.I. Joe, uh, which didn't really come over here very much, but was equally massive in America, Uh, was made by the same company as Transformers. Right. Uh, Had a similar plan to kill off one of the characters.
2: Uh, and they scrapped what? it. Yeah, yeah, they were like, they were like no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. no, Because this almost killed the franchise.
2: I can imagine. Yeah. Oh. When I say I had like four
0: tapes, so I had the first one, the movie, and then I had Dark Awakening. Dark Awakening was the return of Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. I about this horrific zombie man who tried to
2: kill everyone. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my
4: god
2: I remember you saying that uh, so there's a scene in this uh, the this, this Must Prime we're going to call it from mm-hmm. now on uh, where another Transformer like pulls Optimus Prime's uh, Prime's arms off yeah so Hot Rod
0: yes. returns in that episode because he gives the Matrix back and stops being Rodimus Prime right good and then when they realise what terrible idea that was Hot Rod goes back to get it off him it goes savage and we're Talking limbs removed. We're talking eyes being blown out. It's it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. That almost feels like a direct sequel to the film as well because it's really nicely animated.
2: Do you think it was supposed to be uh, possibly? Maybe that was like the plan of like.
0: I think they they ramped up the animation a bit because they wanted it to be almost back to mm. back because that's the theme of the film. It looks beautiful, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah. I, I can kind of see why. I can imagine at the time when this came out, this was huge. Yeah. And I, I think watching it now probably added a layer of detriment to it. That it was unnecessary. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, I've, I've put it down more than I should have put it down. But that's because I'm watching a film, an animated film from 86. yeah. yeah, yeah. In 2019, uh, <laughs> having seen some of the most fantastic things to come through cinema uh, in the in the build. Do you know what I mean? I so yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not dissing it because I can totally understand why it's such an awesome film for a lot of people. And me, me like me. Yeah. And the thing is, is I sort of sat there and as much as I kind of went into it with the idea of I'm going to pull this film apart. Right. Because there were a lot of people who really rate it. Okay. And not knowing anything about Transformers, not having any sort of backstory on it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. went, I'm going to go into this with a very cynical mind and see what comes out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the film finished. I had a smile on <laughs> my face. Time had passed. And I was like, do you know what? It wasn't that bad. It, I really did. I enjoyed myself. Good. So, thank Correct. you, thank you for the recommendation. You're
0: welcome. I'm going to watch it again.
2: Yeah, good. You.
0: As soon as we watch finish it. here, I'm going to watch it again. Good. And I again, not. And again, um. again, again, and
3: again.
2: <laughs> I love it. Straight. Good. Hoist the curtain. Dim the lights. Roll out the red carpet. And welcome your hosts, Adam. Map. Scream bucket.
0: Now, Nick. Yes? We met at university, as mentioned. We did. At Bath University. Yes. Where we studied creative writing. Yes. Now, as a graduate of creative writing, would you say you've used that talent? No.
5: Oh, dear. Well, I mean, we got from the sofa. That's true. Yeah.
0: That took a few years, didn't it?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's, what, 10 years since we left uni? (laughs) No, not quite. No, not quite. (laughs) No.
3: It's getting there, though, Adam. (laughs) We're getting old.
0: It's been a few years. It's fine. It's fine. But um, listeners to the show hopefully you would realise that me and Rob are
5: trying to become filmmakers. Yeah, you are filmmakers. We are to be filmmakers. fair. You got Cirque to sacrifice. It's just true. You've over got a go- hundred views. You've got ghost Shark. <laughs> yes, over a hundred views. Yeah. <laughs> Still my highest hitter though. One thousand views. Which is
0: tickle nightmare.
5: Oh yes. That uh, that is possibly my favorite um video you've ever made. Yes. I something say. I
0: knocked up in 20 minutes.
5: Yes. And it was something that came up from a conversation we were having, wasn't it, about how creepy Mr Tickle was? No, it's it uh,
0: exclusively came from a conversation with my nephew. Uh
5: oh yes, no, I remember you telling me, yes. They had
0: uh they have the full collection of um, Mr Men books and yeah. I went, "Oh, Mr Tickle that's my favorite." Uncle Adam Youngest nephew pulls open the book, points at the last page and says, is that not really scary?
5: <laughs> yeah. And you've had really nightmares is... every night since. Well, they
0: have, because my mm. brother decided to show them. Oh, no. In their bedroom <laughs> as well. Oh, no. But anyway, so we try and do a radio play yeah. every week. It doesn't always work. No. Last time was rubbish.
5: I uh, No, right. No, I want to settle this, because... <sighs> At the end of the last week's episode, I was listening, mm-hmm. and you and Rob made a comment about how it was y- your worst episode so terrible. far. Oh, terrible! It was not, okay? I really enjoyed that. I particularly enjoyed the guest appearance from the the matey from On The Buses. I thought it was um, very good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think...
0: Can you hear that, listeners?
5: Yeah, I really enjoyed it, so well, stop it now. whatever. Anyway... We're going to try again.
0: Okay. And this is going to be interesting because I don't think you've done anything like this before. Uh, no, you?
5: I don't think I have. Well, no. uh, uh, we, we, we've we come up with weird scenarios in the past. We have. And we like, used to write together. Yeah. Okay,
0: so, Nick. Yes? I have misplaced my list of words. Why? I don't know. But we're going to try and set up another improv. Okay. For me and you. Now, I'm going to do it from... Um, Summer 2018 edition of Empire. Which with, we happen to have lying around. Which with an exclusive subscriber cover by Rob Leefield of Deadpool and Cable. Yes. That will have no bearing on the actual okay. thing. Now, uh, how are we going to do genre? Should we just choose a genre? Is there a list of... Hang on. Thriller. Uh, yeah. thrillers are tricky. Hey, right, I'm going to go... Right, okay. Tell me when. When? Uh, What's the genre of The Meg? Um, comedy. Let's call it creature, monster. Yeah, monster. Yeah, right. monster, monster. Cool. Okay, that's the genre. Uh, and then I want us to choose a setting. Uh, oh, this is going to be very hard. New York. I'm just no, gonna no, right. no, I'm, no, I'm just going to no. flick through the book. Tell me when. When. Okay. So that's. I've opened it to Ocean's Eight interview. Let's say it's at a, um, a fashion show. Okay, uh, Milan. Yeah, why not? Uh, characters, characters, characters. Okay, so I'm gonna flick again. Tell me when. when? Oh. Uh, okay, an interview with Billy D. Williams. Uh,
5: a, a smuggler. All oh, right. Yeah. A scoundrel and a cad. And again. Went who's that
0: it's henry cavill in mission impossible so a spy a spy yes a spy and a smuggler and a smuggler Ooh, yes. in, a, in a fashion wow. show
3: this could get interesting
5: lovely this set of zoolander well it's he is yeah. a
0: spy and a smuggler all right lovely uh <laughs> okay let's um let's go
4: Message one. Hello,
3: it's, uh, Michael Keaton here, I'm just, uh, calling, um, uh, Screen Bucket, and, uh, I've got this idea for, uh, this new Netflix TV series, um, I don't know if you saw me in, uh, the Dumbo trailer recently, and, uh, I, um, I wanted to do this documentary off the back of that, um, about how sorry I am for, uh, the, um, Robocop remake, and uh, I'm gonna make it up to you with um, uh, Beetlejuice 2, and uh, I'm thinking uh, Batman. What do you think? Call me.
0: Hot diggity dog, it's Stream Bucket with Adam and Rao. Welcome to the fashion show at Milan. The Milan fashion show? Yes. Yeah.
3: So, sir. As you can see yes. my fine wares I have this fine diamond egg. Here.
0: Oh, oh that's remarkable, isn't it? Yes,
3: and I'm selling these eggs at a cut price. You see, they I bought these for 1 million dollars from the Countess of Bulgaria.
0: Oh, Bulgaria. Yes. That's, that's a frightfully nice place yes, isn't it? down
3: in Devon somewhere. And uh, yes, you yes. see <laughs> They're, they're absolutely fantastic. Pure, pristine crystal diamond.
0: Oh, wonderful, yes. Yeah, and I yeah. can sell
3: them to you for a fine cut price of $500,000. Why oh, do you say so?
0: They are absolutely beautiful, and yes. They can be
3: yours. Imagine them on your mantelpiece.
0: Yes, all right. Stop talking. I will buy them, yes. Okay, yes. excellent. Let me. Let me How would you
3: like to pay? Debit, credit card, American Express? Um,
0: that's a very good question. I think, um,. Credit card, please, if that's, yes. if that's okay.
3: Okay, sir, let me just go get my car machine.
0: What are you doing
3: here? Um, I'm just uh, I'm a lonely little shopkeeper just running this stall here at the Milan Fashion Show. And,
0: I see. Uh, um, what are you selling, Mr. Uh, American?
3: Uh, um, uh, just some fine, rare pieces of, um, you know, like, uh, jewellery and things like it's a fashion show so I'm quite obviously selling jewellery yes yes, yes 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 that would make sense yes yes, yes. yes yes so
0: um hmm this is a rather interesting shaped item
3: uh yeah this gentleman here is just um uh, buying where do you get a diamond egg like this uh th- this one what the th- mm, yes yes this, this, this one this this This, this, egg. this specific egg th- yes it's not not that egg no no this, this specific egg this, this egg um this one I just uh it's a friend of mine. He sold it to me and, uh. Um. Yeah, that was, uh.
0: And where's it come from exactly? Uh.
3: Uh. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run! Wait! Oh. oh! Out of my way! Damn your eyes, he's gone away.
0: Still, I've got this egg now. What could it be? What could it mean? It looks almost like. Professor. Uh. Uh. Professor Sinistro! Professor Sinistro might be behind this, but I'm not sure how many eggs are left.
3: I need to track him down. Oh, oh, I think I got away. Um, I oh, think. My egg. I left my egg behind, How?
0: Oh. Ah, Mr. Texan. Uh, yes? You are the smuggler I ordered, yes? Uh,
3: yes.
0: I... I am Professor Sinistro.
3: Welcome Hello. to my lair. Your lair? I didn't realize I ran into your lair. I thought I was still just down the street.
0: Uh, yes, you took the left when you should have taken the right.
3: Oh, uh, was that at the uh, mango stall? Right. I um, don't know why this mango is at a fashion show, but... Uh... <laughs> mango is a high street retailer. Uh, oh, yes. Do you yes. know nothing,
0: you Texan buffoon?
3: <laughs> well, quite clearly not. I'm currently wearing... Uh...
0: <laughs> have you placed the egg in the correct
3: spot? Uh... Uh, which spot would that be?
0: You were supposed to sell it
3: to... To that English gentleman?
0: Yes, um, Mr... Th- Lake District. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, he... Well, the thing is, he was... I right, right, had him right there, and uh, he... He just, um... Uh, then this gentleman came and... Gentleman? Yeah, this is a very posh English uh, man, um... He he seemed to know about the eggs and, uh... Not,
0: not Corporal... Winchester. James Winchester?
3: Yes, is, uh... Um, I, I don't know why I said yes, I didn't... He didn't say his name, but I'm sure he looked like a James Winchester, um... Mm,
0: raggedly handsome?
3: Yes. Uh, like Hollywood good looks? Yes. And moustache? Yes, Winchester. Well, anyway, he uh, he got the egg, and uh, I just kind of ran out of there. I wasn't no, getting stuck in that. This isn't good at all. You, you Texan, you must what? have guns.
0: Um, uh, maybe. I want you to take down Winchester. Uh, how? With your guns? Uh, oh, uh, these guns. Yeah. These these guns, right? You must reclaim the egg at six o'clock.
3: It must be placed. On top of the catalog. Um uh, oh, I can try, I guess. Um oh, let's talk about what our oh. validate park. Okay, okay. Okay, you got me. <laughs> Excellent. Now, where does this
0: egg belong? I need to I need to find where it came from. Hmm. You there, boy! Yes. Where did you see a man in a white suit? Yes. And cowboy hat? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Can you say any other word? Yes. Can you point me where he went, then?
3: Um, he kind of... He was supposed to go left down there, but he went right into Dr. Sinestro's lair. I mean, um, uh, Dr. Down... Sinestro?
0: No, he was a professor last time I saw <laughs> My nemesis. He's here.
3: Um, I- I'm gonna leave now. Goodbye.
0: Hey, mind your step, little boy. Ah. He fell down a crack. It's very small.
3: Right. <laughs> right, where- where- let's go, um, where could, uh, this, um, James Winchester chap be?
0: Sinister, I know you're here.
3: Oh, um, if I hide in this cupboard, I might be able to jump out on him.
0: Hmm. This smells like Professor Sinistro.
3: Is that the boiler? (laughs) Hmm.
0: I'm not getting a good feeling here. I must find out what this egg is and what it does. Hmm.
3: (sighs) Winchester! I found you. Stop there and give me that egg.
0: Now... Calm down, Dexon. I realize that you have gun control amendments and all sorts of things, I'm but... I'm
3: pointing my gun at you, and that means that you've got to give me that egg.
0: What What is this egg? It's an egg. But what's in it? It's just an egg. It's a diamond egg, but yes. we do not know what's in it.
3: This diamond is pretty see-through. You can see that there's nothing in it, and... It's just, just an egg. I swear, There's nothing, nothing weird about it. It's just, it just means very a lot to me.
0: Are you I, working for Sinistro? No, no,
3: no, no. That egg it was my mother's egg, and it means a lot to me. So if you can just hand it back, that would be uh. Okay. Just. That sounds acceptable. Just, just hand it over. I'll just come closer. Yes, yeah, just, 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 just hand it over. over. Aha! Uh, I got the egg now. Uh, Done. Uh, uh, r- I'll run away again. Ah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Little did he know that
3: QI gave me a tracking device. Right. Dr. Sinestro. Dr. Sinestro, where are you? (laughs) Ah, ah, Why did you you creep up on me like that? I am
0: Sinestro. Uh, It uh, is my want to disappoint. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm still working on the muscle. (laughs) So, uh,
3: um, I found that egg of yours and, um... Well, here it is, uh, uh,
0: Oh, don't give it to me. Oh, uh, You need to be on the catwalk by six o'clock.
3: Oh, the the, the catwalk? What,
0: like... Yes, the catwalk. That, that one... The, the catwalk, yes. Catwalk A or catwalk? On the catwalk.
3: <laughs> catwalk A or catwalk B?
0: Let me ask Right Said Fred. <laughs> Which catwalk is
3: it? Okay. <laughs> catwalk A. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go pop it on. Then, i you want it on the the end of the catwalk or the top of the catwalk?
0: At the very front.
3: The very front, okay. I'll, I'll go do that right now, right now.
0: Okay, the egg's on the move. I just need to follow. Okay. Wait, there's a Texan there. Uh, Don't move, Texan. Uh, what
3: are you doing with that egg? Uh,
0: what does Sinistro want?
3: No, it's just not. My mother, her last dying wish was for me to place this egg on her canvas. Uh, Why is the egg flashing red? Um, uh, it's just the lights. It's not the egg itself. It's just just the lights. Look, it's
0: 5.59. Yeah, Something's that... about to happen. I've f- got to get out of here. No, um, you're not going anywhere. No. Can you tell me what exactly this egg is going to
3: do? i no, we really should. Uh, just uh, leave. At least get a good distance away from the, uh, the people are coming in now, so. Just slip into the crowd. Mr. Sinestro, do not
5: be afraid. For at six o'clock, a new wave shall come. All gather in front of the castle. Your souls will be
0: harvested. Look now, everybody, stay down. This egg is going to blow or something. Uh,
3: What? It's going to blow? I can't. I can't be here.
0: Leave. Evacuate.
3: Evacuate. (laughs) It's just two seconds and their world
0: will change. Look here, Sinestro. You can't do this. I don't know what you're planning, but-
3: Oh my god, what's that? The egg. It's hatched. Oh my god, it's a giant monster with like wings and talons and a beak.
0: Hair. Uh... What else does it look like? I'm blind
3: of a bit green, Um, and uh, there's, like, fire coming from his eyes, and he's got spikes on his tail, he's got a tail, Um,
0: There's only one thing for it, I need to take my growth pills that I've been kept for since the beginning of the film. Oh, um, uh... Shut up, Texan, I'm taking them now.
3: What's that, what's happening?
0: Oh
4: my god, he's
2: Oh my god. He's What's happening? The giant English man is fighting the demon!
1: Repereals! Oh.
3: Uh, I'm the, I'm the monster, and I'm um, sorry, I had a bit of something in my throat there, and um, I really don't think that we should be fighting each other. I'm English myself as well, don't you know? Are you? Yes. What, what store did you go to? Eton. Oh, really? Um, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you ever meet John? Yeah, uh, John, John McDougal. John McDougal, yes. yes. He was
0: the
5: groundskeeper. Right? Yes, 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 yes,
2: yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what a wonderful catching up. Yes.
5: How 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 was that? Um I feel like we lost our direction quite early on.
0: No, I think that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoy it? Yeah. I
5: enjoyed being a uh, Texan.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I like the sinister. But yes, well done, Nicholas. That Thank was a you. good improv.
5: <laughs> Thank you. C minus. C minus.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, yes. Like room v- v- for improvement. I'm just a sweet screen
4: bucket.
1: And that was Putting Out Fire by Cat People. And that was Cat People by Putting Out Fire. And that was Putting Out Cats by Fire People. David Bowie. You said Putting Out Fire by Cat People. Did I? Yeah. I thought you knew the song. I do. Oh. You said you said <laughs> Cat People Putting Out Fire.
0: Yeah, by David Bowie.
1: Is the song called Cat People Putting Out Fire? Yeah. I thought it was just Cat People. In Then brackets, Putting Out Fire. Firecats putting out people. Yeah, that's close enough. By David Bowie. <laughs> Smashed it.
0: I'm just giving you a very dirty look. No. <sighs>
1: I mean, it was my fault. <laughs> I can't really shift any blame.
0: So, what do you think of those compilation specials?
1: Yeah, very good. Um, Nick's Texan voice is very sexy. Do you reckon? Yeah.
0: Modelled on the Cockroach Man from Men Men in Black. Yeah. Oh, oh, sugar.
4: (laughs) More, more.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. So, yes, there were a good fun bunch of people we got in. Yeah. The only only, uh, guest episode we skipped over was the Avengers special.
1: Yeah. um, I feel like
0: that's a beast in itself that should be listened to within its Marvel pod.
1: Yeah, within its inner core, no, inner crust. It's, in a, it's a crust.
0: Yeah, it's trusty. Yeah, You're crust- saying it's a, trusty. It's
1: a crusty one. <laughs> Made exclusively by employees of the same office. Yeah. But one's gone.
0: Getting our colleagues in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, we're um, shooting again. We're we are. Sh- we're shooting. Our um, terrible, terrible event has turned into a very good event. In my eyes, mm, I'm so, not sure we
0: talked about the event.
1: What, do you want us to do it? I mean,
0: in a bullet point, we lost the day's footage. Yeah. Uh, which meant we kind of had to pull in three quarters of our cast once again, uh, which has not been the easiest thing to do.
1: No. Do when you, yeah, you. I mean, the thing. One of the things we've talked about it before, but if you're shooting a film. Don't shoot it in a long, long thread of you know month after month. You get a fit day and do it all in two weeks. If you're doing a short film, then for our film, do it in two weeks. Yeah, because we thought we had it, we didn't have it, and when we had to rearrange it, and then everyone was busy. These are actors; they have other mm. things to act in, I and
0: mean, we're not exactly paying them the highest wage in the world. So it just becomes, yeah, you sort of have to compete with bigger and better. Op- opportunities really i suppose
1: yes and we won't say anything because i don't know if we're allowed to but some of our actors are doing some very cool things yeah they
0: are they're really cool things yeah
1: they're really uh really flying the nest of uh i don't know whatever the the nest was at the
0: acting school nest. the acting school nest. yes indeed so yeah we finally got some of our actors back for the shoot we've had to due to actual personal issues uh One of the actors is now can only be used minimally, especially in the cold weather that's starting to happen now. So we've had to mix things up a bit. Yeah. We've had to shorten that person's scenes, change them up a bit and then replace them with someone else in a big costume. I'm not going to go into any more details, but it's ridiculous and it's kind of re-inspired my energy for the whole project.
1: Yeah, we we had an ending that was like fine, and it ended it nicely, and that was it. The mistake happens, we lost the footage, and now we've come out with an ending that is like absolutely perfect for the short film,
0: and kind of our like, own style as well. Our
1: own style, tonally perfect. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't want to divulge anymore mm. either. Yeah. But it's
0: really exciting. So we've we would have shot this last weekend. For those listening, mm. we're about to shoot it in this world. Yes. The time-dilated world. And uh, yeah, hoping to get some actual updates out there very, very soon. But if you are interested in following what we're up to, do follow us on Patreon. It's www.patreon.com forward slash Media, uh, And you can follow us for updates, behind-the-scenes pictures, even the exclusive Patreon Stream Bucket podcast. So, all the reasons to sign up.
1: Yeah, absolutely do. I mean, for the price of a cup of coffee... Poppy? Cup of A floppy clop and plum, <laughs> As a flopping clopper, as a price man of the coffee... Ah, Jesus! For the price of a cup of coffee, you Just can... Start that bit, Holt. Just take a breath. <laughs> for the price of a cup of coffee, you can support us in making all of the wonderful films that we want to make and we would really appreciate it and love you forever and it would be amazing. Yeah. But
0: anyway, uh, we'll leave you for now. Do check us out at... Shall I ask you
1: to do it? At... On Twitter, at screen underscore bucket. Woohoo! Boosh! Woohoo! I did that I got it all right! And where,
0: we get, where can we find North Hearts Radio?
1: At North Hearts Radio.
0: Correct!
5: Woohoo! Yeah!
0: Yes, do check us out on Twitter for updates and sort of vague thoughts and fancies other than that. Yeah, that come doesn't... back in a fortnight.
1: Yeah, please do. Where well, we will be back for a brand new Scream
4: bucket. Oh my gosh. See you later.